0: Hi, I am Abigail Francis, co-host to Gary Mitchell, coming to you live after an interview with Officer Mitchell. I'm here to further discuss how the Fourth Amendment can hinder felons from getting their voting rights restored. So let's jump in. Initially, in the United States, it has been common for felons to be denied the right to vote after being incarcerated. But in recent years, that has changed. So now it is more common to see ways in which felons can be granted access to vote again rather than permanently denied. Every state is different when it comes to how felons can lose their right to vote and the ways in which they can get them back. In the District of Columbia, Maine and Vermont, felons never lose their right to vote even while they are incarcerated. In 16 other states, felons lose their rights to vote only while incarcerated and receive automatic restoration upon release. And those states are Colorado, Hawaii, Illinois, Indiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Montana, Nevada, New Jersey, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Ohio, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Utah. In 21 states. Felons lose their voting rights during incarceration and for a period of time after, typically while on parole and or probation. Voting rights are automatically restored after this time period. Former felons may also have to pay an outstanding fine or fees or restoration before their rights are restored as well. And those states are Alaska, Arkansas, California, Connecticut, Georgia, Idaho, Kansas, Louisiana, Minnesota, Missouri, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, West Virginia, and Wisconsin. In 11 states, felons lose their voting rights indefinitely for some crimes. Or require a governor's pardon in order for voting rights to be restored. Face an additional waiting period after completion of sentence including parole and probation or require additional action before voting rights can be restored. In those states are Alabama, Arizona, Delaware, Florida, Iowa, Kentucky, Mississippi, Nebraska, Tennessee, Virginia, in Wyoming. So there's no state that requires an individual to go through the same process. Every state is different, making that in order for felons to regain their rights to vote, they have to earn it. Some may argue that these individuals lost their right to have a voice when they broke the law, but in some cases, individuals are targeted and or convicted of crimes they did not commit. Do they deserve to have their rights revoked as well? And if you do for one, you might as well do for all, which is why states have implemented certain rules in place because they can't go case by case and determine who deserves their right to vote and who does not. But the process they use is one that can stop anyone from voting if they don't have the means. We will take a short break and when we come back, we will talk about what is one of the most common reasons Felons cannot vote, and what individuals like Mike Bloomberg are doing to stop it. Supreme Court pick Amy Coney Barrett, a constitutional conservative, proud Christian, and mother of seven. But the radical left is
1: desperate to stop her, even attacking Coney Barrett's faith and family. Amy Coney Barrett, Catholic. I mean really, really Catholic. Help Amy Coney Barrett and President Trump fight back. Text CONFIRM to 88022. Stand up for conservative values. Support President Trump. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. Five years ago, I told you your mattress was awful. Remember this guy? And we're still using raw ends, yes.
0: Happy anniversary!
1: We've learned a thing or two in the past five years. Just wait and see what we have coming in the next five. Do yourself a favor and listen to the experts and start waking up rested on your purple mattress. Not much. How about you? Are you answering my text in person? I oh, am, yeah. yeah. The Nissan Altima, now offering the most tech-advanced engine in this class. And Roger Eats was inspired by the Popeye's chicken sandwich, and it was beautiful. Oh, baby, you cast a spell on me, on fluffy bun. Love that chicken sandwich for Popeye's. Get the sandwich for just $3.99. Take it home or get it delivered. Love that chicken
0: for Before the break, I spoke of finding the common reason behind why felons have such a hard time being able to vote. So let's take a deeper dive into why. It comes down to one simple word, money. As a felon, if you do not have the funds needed to pay off your restitution fees, you can kiss your right to vote away. In states like Florida, under the Fourth Amendment, in order for a felon to be granted the right to vote, they have to complete all terms of their sentences before voting. But it is hard for a felon to pay rent after being released from prison, let alone restoration fees. This is why Mike Bloomberg decided to take a stand. He believed that the part of America that was not being heard were the individuals forced to stay silent behind fees. Not because they wanted to, but because they had to. Until their fees were paid, their voice and their votes did not matter. A person convicted of a felony in Florida is required to pay certain costs and fees, which can range anywhere from $600 to $800, which is used to fund the court system. And fines and restitution fees can be added on top of that, leaving an individual to pay anywhere from thousands to millions of dollars. Mike Bloomberg, in return, helped raise $16 million so that former convicts could vote. His goal was to erase the debt owed by over 32,000 Black and Hispanic Florida voters with convictions. Uh,
1: Shifting over though, uh, to what we're seeing play out in that key battleground state of Florida, some interesting efforts there being led by former uh, Democratic uh, presidential candidate here in Mike Bloomberg, uh, helping raise money to support a push to help felons, former felons vote in the state of Florida. A very interesting shift here that could bring a lot of people who have been previously disenfranchised to the ballot box.
0: With Bloomberg paying off the debts of convicted felons, it could be argued that he is trying to buy their votes. Or at least that's what Donald Trump is saying. And I quote, it is a felony. He is actually giving people money. He's paying people to vote. He's actually saying, here's money. Now go ahead and vote for only Democrats. Right? I want you guys to join in on this conversation. Do you all feel like with the election coming up, Mike Bloomberg is trying to buy convicted felons' votes to get Trump out of office? Let me know what you guys think. As I wait for your response, here's a clip of Kristen Myers giving a little insight into what this stunt could mean.
1: Absolutely, Zach. So as Sarbjit was just mentioning, Florida is a key state to Donald Trump and also to Joe Biden, as that state is going to pave the way essentially to victory. So for his part, Mike Bloomberg has decided to spend $100 million in just Florida alone to help. Joe Biden elected. Now, as a part of that $100 million, he is going to be spending $16 million to essentially help people that have felony convictions vote. Now, these are people that are registered to vote, but are unable to vote, and they're barred from voting in Florida, not because of their felony conviction, but because they have these Standing um, fees and fines, restitution costs, um, and because of that, they are unable to vote right now. I do want to point out that the average cost um, of those fees and those fines is roughly a thousand dollars. But these are essentially people that are too poor to pay those debts. So, as a part of that sixteen million dollars, that means thirty-two thousand. Black and Hispanic voters are now going to be able to vote inside of Florida. Now, as you had mentioned, this is a huge push, and I kind of want to put this in context for everyone. A University of Florida study found that nearly 775,000 Former felons still owed money related to their convictions, and essentially were going to be barred from the voting booth by that law that essentially says that if you have these fees, if you have those fines, you are going to be ineligible to vote. And as I mentioned, a lot of those people are unable to pay those fines and those fees, and as a result, they're unable to vote now. Bloomberg decided was that his money was better spent. And and this is a little bit interesting because he blew essentially $1 billion on his own campaign, his failed campaign. So he decided this $100 million, I'm going to try to spend it effectively. And instead of trying to persuade voters to vote for Joe Biden, who already can vote, I'm going to spend that money and give it as a donation, that $16 million. I'm going to use that as a donation instead to help people who have these barriers and these hurdles to voting. That, of course, being those 32,000 Black and Hispanic voters inside the state of Florida that are unable to vote because of those fines and those fees. Now, I do want to mention here that Black and Hispanic voters tend to swing Democrats, so this is obviously a part of a key effort here to get Joe Biden, uh, the most votes for Joe Biden, in, again, Florida, which is an incredibly key swing state. As Sergeant was mentioning, this is perhaps part of the push to get Barbara Lagoa, a federal circuit court judge, inside that state to get, perhaps, Floridians to vote more for Donald Trump's act.
0: I don't know, guys. This seems like a question that could only be answered based off interpretation. But let's get into these questions right after this commercial break. You are in an accident. I'm with the insurance of the driver who hit you. I want to make sure that you're fully paid for the little ding. Although most of this looks pre existing. Mm. You really don't need to bring any lawyers into this. Mm. All I need
1: is an X. Mm. Perfect. The insurance companies admit themselves that people who hire a lawyer recover three times more money. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. It was the worst when I had a schizophrenia breakdown in
0: Washington, D.C. I was running around for three days. I was lost in the subway. I was scared. I was in and out of the hospital, and I was tired. I was tired of being tired. Hearing about injections was new to me, and I wanted to try something different before I was really in the dark. With my schizophrenia symptoms controlled, I was finally
1: able to stay out of the dark. A once-monthly injection can help delay another episode. Could a change in treatment plan make the difference?
0: Our focus is raising the girls.
1: Being able to order stuff online. It helps out a lot. We get to use that time that we would be at the grocery store. That time is priceless. <laughs> Start celebrating Halloween. Well if you're celebrating by eating Reese's, then no. You're actually late. Not sorry, Reese's.
0: We're back from our commercial break. So again, the question was, do you all feel like Mike Bloomberg is trying to keep Trump from serving a second term in office by paying the restitution fees for convicted felons in Florida so they can vote? The first response comes from someone named Brittany Parker, who says she does not believe that Bloomberg is doing it to buy votes. She believes that he is trying to restore the citizens' faith in the system to show them that their voice does matter and that they should not be limited or held back by trumped up fees the system knows they cannot pay. Honestly, I agree with this. The individuals who do get hit hard by restitution fees are the individuals in the poor communities, which are the individuals who need the most help and who want to elect someone to hear them out so that they can help provide benefits that are effective for them. Maybe Bloomberg is doing this to help restore the people's faith in America again. But before I do agree with Brittany completely, what about Mike Bloomberg's statement early in the year where he declared he was not running for president and that he wanted the people to vote for the best Democratic candidate to get Trump out of office. Does he not believe Biden could win on his own? Let's get another perspective. I have a response here from Taylor who says, she does agree that Bloomberg is doing this because he wants Trump to lose. If he didn't, he would not have invested so much money into helping these individual pay the restitution fees that the Fourth Amendment set in place for them. She believes that these individuals have the right to vote, but their debt should not be paid for a political gain. I agree that Bloomberg may have used this as a political stunt to get Biden ahead, but he did also bring awareness to a rising issue. Citizens are being hindered from exercising their right to vote. Yes, they may have committed crimes, but back to what Officer Mitchell was saying, The defendant along with the judge form an understanding on the terms of the individual's sentence and what they are to serve. Anything added after that was not disclosed to the defendant and is excess and unfair. It is not fair that people have to serve time for the crime they commit and once released pay the courts to be allowed their basic rights back. Because of the Fourth Amendment stating that these individuals must complete all terms of the sentence before they can vote they don't get the opportunity to be heard unless more opportunities come around like this where an individual is willing to fight for them and say that they deserve to be heard which does not happen very often so sometimes you have to take it where you can The way that the Fourth Amendment voting right restoration became effective was through a yes and no vote. A yes vote supported the amendment to automatically restore the right to vote for people with prior felony convictions, except those convicted of murder or a felony of sexual offense upon completion of their sentences, including prison, parole, and probation. A no vote opposed the amendment to automatically restore the rights to vote for people with prior felony convictions except those convicted of murder or a felony sexual offense upon completion of their sentences including prison parole and probation the election results came back as 5,148,926 people voted yes which totaled to 64.55 percent the no votes came back as 2,828,339, which in percentage came back to 35.45% people saying no. How is it that we can pass a Fourth Amendment to restore voting rights to felons, and we expect them to fulfill their sentences, pay their dues to society, and live law-abiding lives? yet we deprive them of a fundamental right in reintegrating them into society by giving them the right to vote. We demand that they pay for that too. Well, that's all the time that we have for today, but I wanna thank you all for coming and signing on with us today as we discuss the Fourth Amendment and how the restitution fees can hinder a convicted felon from being able to vote due to the Fourth Amendment. My co-host and I hope the interview with Officer Mitchell and the clips helped give a better understanding to the effects of the Fourth Amendment and how it pertains to a felon's voting rights. I hope you all learned something and will join us again for the next episode. Where we will continue to address problems and issues that affect us all as a people in this justice system we will help shed light on social and economic frustrations so that together we can get through these troubling times. It's not just felons and their voting rights that are being attacked. We face daily struggles as well. And whether we realize it or not, these are problems that if we ourselves are not facing, we know others who are. Together we are stronger in numbers. And if we stand for nothing, then we will fall for anything. Thank you all again for joining in and listening as we helped you guys gain further knowledge into the Fourth Amendment and how it affects felons when it comes to voting. Something has to change. So let's be that change.